You guys have been together for almost seven years, but you still seem like you're in that honeymoon phase. How? What is your secret? What's up, guys? My name is Jacqueline, and I am your host. I am a full-time mental health therapist, online anxiety coach, and founder of Team Therapeutic Fitness. I swear like a sailor, rarely use my filter, and am committed to sharing with you all the things they probably should have taught us in school. Today's episode, we are diving into all things relationships because I get a lot of comments on my relationship with Derek about how we act together, how we are still so in love, and how we are able to do that. So I want to dive into it, let you into our world, and really, I can sum it up in one word. You ready? Let's do this. So for those of you who don't know, let me just give you a little background. Derek and I were introduced by mutual friends when we were 19 years old. We were in college. We were definition of young, wild, and free. (laughs) We were both absolutely insane, making terrible decisions in our lives, and living up college. Like, we were going big, right? And so when we met, it was... I don't know, oh my God, love at first sight is so cheesy, but it was an instant connection. And we started dating not too long after. In the first couple of years of our relationship, we did um, some distance. We were um, both at our own colleges, about three hours apart, doing our own thing. And it wasn't until Derek joined me at Winona State that we finally you know, moved in together, which was a whole monster of its own. Um, We had only been dating a couple years at that point. And, you know, I say only like two years is a long time for most people. But when you're 19, 20 years old, that is like world changing. And so we moved in together, had our ups and downs. We went back to distance for a while when Derek graduated, but I went on to get my master's degree. And so I stayed at Winona and he moved um, for his job. And so we went back to the distance thing for another year um, until we finally could move in together for good and had got our first apartment together and things like that. So we've had you know, our, our fair share of ups and downs. And I don't want people to look at our relationship now and think that it was easy peasy because anyone who knew us when we were 19, 20, 21 years old saw the struggle of the first few years. The thing was with our relationship, and I think I've mentioned this on this podcast before, is that our thing was our biggest issue is that we love each other too much, right? Like we, we were jealous and needy and overbearing and, you know, really kind of terrible to each other in the beginning, but it made our relationship extremely strong. So from the get go, we have been fighters. We have said we're in it for the long haul. There is no other choice for us. We are going to make this work and do whatever it takes, no matter what life throws our way. And we've done that. But with the growth and the changes, I think the hardest part for people is this. You might be growing apart rather than together. And what I mean by that is I grew 
faster than Derek did. I decided I didn't want to be the drunk party girl long before Derek decided he also had a problem with alcohol. I decided I wanted to start my own business and be super financially secure before Derek started really chasing those goals. I was always a couple steps ahead in our my goals and my vision for the future. I have wanted to be engaged way longer ago than just a couple of months. Um, but we, I started growing and the key was that I, for a while I did, I tried to change him. I tried to tell him, you know, give him ultimatums. I tried to make him change. And it took a long time until I realized you can't make anybody change. And I know you've heard that so many times before, but he was going to resent me if he didn't come to the conclusion that he wanted to be different, better, more mature, have these things on his own. He had to figure that out on his own. I could not do that for him. So we started growing together. There was a period where I had pulled away. I started growing on my own. He watched that. He supported that, but wasn't doing anything on his own. And then finally we came back together and started really growing in our vision of the future as a couple. And so that was a huge step in the right direction when that started happening and that you guys has only been the last couple of years and wavering at that so these things take time and the thing is I'm not talking to you if you're in an abusive relationship of some sort and you need to get out like that doesn't take time like you got to do something totally different for that but if you're in a loving committed relationship and you want to make it work you have to be patient and so With that being said, I can sum up how we keep our love alive in one word, and that's playfulness. And you're like, what? Let me explain. I am my truest self when I'm with Derek. When we are together, I am weird and goofy and inspired and motivated and hardworking and loving and passionate and all of these things, everything that I want to be, that I aspire to be, I am when I am with him. He makes me better. He makes me want to be better. He keeps me pushing forward. And I am my best self when I am with him. And to me, that is the greatest sign of love. Because I would hope that he would say the same, right? (laughs) I hope he feels the same exact way. Um, And so we are weird, Like we are super, both super funny people, outgoing, just like we're weirdos, okay? Like we do silly things and we never stopped flirting with each other. We never stopped dating each other. We never took this relationship for granted. We've always made sure that the other person feels loved, supported, unconditionally and that is huge in keeping a relationship alive and I think the number one relationship killer is not having fun together anymore so as people grow up and your idea of fun changes you have to still create it like our idea of fun when we were 19 was going out to the bars or going out to a house party or whatever and getting blackout wasted, making regrettable choices and 
talking about it at over blueberry pancakes at Perkins the next morning. Like, I'm not joking. That was our first date. (laughs) Hungover Perkins. Um, And so that to me now sounds miserable. But then that was really fun. Now our idea of the fun is making copious amounts of popcorn, watching Criminal Minds, and snuggling our cats on the couch on a Saturday night. Now our idea of fun is hiking. Now our idea of fun is getting together with groups of friends and touring breweries. Now our idea of fun is early morning dance parties while we work out. Like it has changed and evolved and I think that that's what people don't like about relationships is that they don't want it to change. They don't allow themselves to grieve the past part of their relationship. Do I still wish I could go out and party like I was 19 every once in a while? Yeah, of course. But I wouldn't trade it for where we are now for anything. And if you're with a partner that hasn't grieved the loss of that's what our relationship was and that was really fun but here's where we're at now and is able to join you in enjoying this new picture of your future and what your life is going to be like that is where you're going to have a ton of conflict I will leave you with this if you were out in the wilderness trying to survive and you had just this tiny little spark of a flame for a fire to keep you warm you would do anything in your power to make sure that that spark didn't go out well that's no different for your relationship you have to work constantly to make sure that that spark is still there sometimes it's going to be blazing like the whole forest around you is on fire because you're so full of love and passion and excitement and raw I don't even know for each other like you're just about it And other times, there is going to be barely a flicker of flame. But the most important thing is that you do whatever the fuck you got to do to keep that spark alive. I am so over the moon in love with my fiance. So I love talking about our relationship. And if you loved this episode too. I hope that you will stop right now, take a screenshot, upload it to your favorite social media platform, tag me at the anxious therapist so I can see what you're loving. Because when you share this podcast, that's how it gets out and more people can benefit from everything that's being shared here. So take a second. It means the world to me and I can't wait to see you in the next episode.